The Bird Show. So she wants to know what happened to her Halloween one night stand from last year. Came to us to get answers. We can provide those answers today. Hey, Nicole. Hi. Hi. All right. Bring us back to Halloween last year. <laughs> yeah. So last year I went to a Halloween, you know, party and there was this guy there, Leo, and <laughs> he was dressed up as a one night stand and I thought it was hysterical. Um, so we started, you know, chatting, flirting, had way too much to drink and ended up hooking up, which ironically, this like one night stand literally became the only one night stand I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. Um, but it was great. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, Halloween made me start to think about it. So I need some help contacting him and I, I would like to go out with him again. Like I, I want to remove, <laughs> I basically want to remove the one night stand from my record. So, because <laughs> so, uh, if see. you have, um, if you are intimate with him again, technically he's no longer a one night stand because you did it twice, right? Is that how it works? I think so. He could become a two night stand though. It's called girl math. <laughs> I think there's a statute of limitations on something like this. What do you mean? You got to? You, you, oh, you have to do it twice within a certain period of time. You got a year to fix it. Well, oh. this is this would be the year then, right here. Yeah, I was going to say a couple weeks. Oh, oh man. <laughs> a couple weeks ain't long enough. <laughs> All right, so now are you saying that you just want to go out with him a second time? Or are you saying that you want a second round of what happened the first time in order for it to balance each other out? Um, I think both. Like, I would definitely like to see him again, but I don't have his number. Um, but I did track down his Instagram. Mm-hmm. So what's he up to these I, days? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't, put, you know, he's a guy. He doesn't post a lot, yeah. but um, I was hoping maybe you could DM him. Yeah, I can tell you this. Uh, spoiler alert. We already have. And we'll give you the results of that here in a couple of minutes. Uh, I also want you to know this, that he'll never say this, but I'm sure you said to him, oh, my God, I have never done this before. He doesn't believe that. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. No guy believes that. Nope. Yeah. Hmm. That's all you got for Dana. That's it. Yeah. Why didn't you damn him yourself? Um, <laughs> I I thought you guys could help me out. I didn't know what to say. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even have his number. I thought it would be cute. I don't know. So you're trying to turn this into some kind of meet cute thing. Yeah, I mean, it's like the way we met was cute. You know, his idea was cute. I just, yeah, I thought you guys could help me and, like, mm -hmm. honestly help me figure out what to say. I don't, I don't know. All right, so, Nicole, bear with me, and this may be a hard pill to swallow. Bert and Mo, you have a one-night stand. If you don't follow up, what does that say? <laughs> Why'd you set us up like that? <laughs> um, I've given enough honesty this morning. You're up. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, he's, he's not that into you. Okay. Right. It, it, um, it might not have been as great an experience for him as it was for you. Because if it was great, he'd have been knocking on that door. Because you guys have said time and time again, if a guy wants to be with you, he will be with you. Right. Unless he genuinely somehow 
just forgot to get her number and had no way of contacting her. Because I don't know how y'all didn't exchange numbers, but if it was just that kind of night, it went that way, maybe he really didn't have a way of reaching out. Okay, I might be built a little bit differently. So help me out with this. If it's sensational, sensational one night stand. Fireworks. Fireworks. (laughs) Everywhere. You are certainly, as a guy, going to make sure you have that experience again. You oh, do yeah. not forget to get a phone number. You do not forget to get an Instagram name. You don't forget any of that. Forget a phone number. I'm not leaving the house. I'm right? in your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this is the man that went to a Halloween party dressed up like a one-night stand. I guarantee you she is one of like a hundred girls that he has had a one-night stand with in the last year. So it could have been amazing. It could have been a cr- incredible. But it might not have stood out because he does this every weekend. Yeah, he went as an F boy. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> right. He manifested it. He, he did. did. Not, <laughs> not, not necessarily. Uh-huh. So I have one one night stand also in my repertoire. Thomas what? Owen. I went out. You dirty, dirty boy. Hey, <laughs> it was one of the best nights of my life. I went out with an entire sorority. And hooked up with this uh, sorority girl. So the numbers were in your favor. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, but I, picked, I picked her out right off the bat. And this was during a time when Renee and I were broken up. And This is not the first time Renee's hearing this story. No, right? she okay. knows all about it. And, uh, and it, was, it was great. It was, it was awesome. But then when I got back, I had a message from Renee. And she wanted to get back together. So I ended up getting back together, but had that not happened, I definitely would have pursued that girl. But maybe there, what I'm trying to say is maybe there was somebody else in the picture for a minute. Maybe that person is gone now, and maybe this is Nicole's chance to swoop in. Okay, so the next morning, you get that message from Renee. Oh, I got back from New York, and it was on the phone as soon as I walked back in. Okay, so how long before you told Renee what you did? I told her immediately. You did? did you really? Wow. Oh, yeah. This is why yeah. these two have been married 27 yeah. years, man. Yeah, I told her. I mean, there was a little bit of regret, but, you know, we were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nicole. Um, Tommy, our show director there, Mr. One Night Stand, uh, reached out to your one night stand. We got answers for you. You just got to hang out for a couple of minutes, okay? Okay. All right, we'll do it next. The Bird Show. So Nicole had a one-night stand last Halloween. She thought it went great, um, but she hasn't reached out to the guy. He hasn't reached out to her. She's a little curious on, um, A, if he remembers her, and B, she'd like to not be able to call it a one-night stand anymore. Yeah, so this happened Halloween last year. He was dressed up as a one-night stand at the Halloween party. As Abby said earlier, he basically manifested this. (laughs) He spoke it and dressed it into Mm -hmm. existence. And um, they had a, 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 a great night one night together, but did not exchange numbers. They they went their separate ways and have never talked to each other since. But since Halloween was rolling back around, she started thinking about that one night stand and was like, you know what? He was really cute and he was nice. And, um, you know, th- that other part went really well as well. So I'm kind of wondering what he's up to. So they, she didn't have his number, but she did find him on Instagram. So she reached out to us to reach out to him to see if A, he remembers her, and B, if he would be interested in going out with her because girl math, if she goes out with him again and they do it, she no longer has a one-night stand on her record. (laughs) Yeah, there is a chance, and Abby brought this up, that if he does this regularly, like, 
he may not remember this one specific one except for the date. Like he might go back and go, oh, it was last Halloween. I remember her. But if he's doing it often and he's got numbers, he may not even remember, right? Yeah, depending on her costume, it might not have been that memorable. Even if he is doing it often, though, I, I doubt he's doing it from a one-night stand costume. Like, I'm, <laughs> right. I would hope that's only you ever remember because it's Halloween. <laughs> right. right. Nicole, we forgot to ask you. He was dressed up as a one-night stand. What were you dressed up as? The other nightstand? Uh, not the most creative. I was I was a nurse. Oh, a nurse. Okay. Nurse. Oh, okay. Well. All right. Hey, uh, Nicole, let me get Tommy on here with you right now. Tommy is our show director. You gave him um, the one night stands Insta. He reached out. We got answers. And I was able to get in touch with Leo via DM. I explained that someone he had spent some time with was interested in getting in touch with him, and he wanted to hear more. And so I said... So this person that you spend time with is interested in possibly reconnecting. And Leo responded, okay, so why didn't they just call or text me? And I said, she didn't have your number. And he said, oh, then we must not have been very close. And I said, that is debatable. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, what what do you mean? Then why doesn't she have my number? And I said, well, you may have not known each other long enough to be emotionally close. However, you were physically close. And then Leo said, okay, well, that doesn't narrow it down. Leo, you dog. Yeah, but if I hear physically close, I don't think as in doing it. I I would imagine like in my physical presence. No, we get the sense that Leo gets around. I I think we're going down the path labeled Abby's idea. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I said, according to her, you were the only one night stand she has ever had. And Leo said, still doesn't help me who she is. So I think, yeah, he's all right. All right. right. Yeah, he's a pro. And I said, it is Leanne. His response, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. And I said, do you remember Leanne? And he said, help me out. And I said, you met at a Halloween party. And he's like, dude. You're going to have to be more specific. Which Halloween party? (laughs) This year? Last year? Five years ago? What did she look like? So evidently he makes a habit of this. Uh, And I said, to be honest, I don't know what she looks like, and I don't know which Halloween party. I didn't anticipate having to narrow it down for you further. All I know is that it was last year, and you were dressed as a one-night stand. And he said, okay, I kind of think I know who you're talking about. And I said, great. So would you be interested in meeting up with her for a drink or for dinner? And he said, sure, why not? Of course he is. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's like, is this a trick question? <laughs> and, and so you're I, saying she's a sure thing? Okay. Okay. Why not? I said, great, can I have her text you? And he said, I thought she didn't have my number. And I said, she doesn't. I'm asking if you'll give it to me so I can pass it on to her. <laughs> and he said, sure, it's blah, 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 blah. I said, great. I'll pass it on. All right, right, Nicole, (laughs) as your radio girlfriends, do you really want to pursue this? No, don't do it. (sighs) I mean, I think it's worth, like, drinks or dinner. This guy's a boosh. No, listen, there's there's nothing wrong with one-night stands. Yeah, you know what you're getting into, though. I mean, if you agree to this, you know what this is about, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. you never know, but yeah, probably. Oh, we know. If you're, if you're looking just for a roll in the hay, then go for it. 
This but, dude sounds like a boosh. Yes, but... Yeah, but if he's good in that area, you know what? You can work your way around that. You're we'll just you wasting your time. I'm just saying, if you're looking, if you want a relationship, if that's where you are in your stage of life, this guy's not going to give it to you. He'll give you something else. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Let us know. An how STD. <laughs> yeah. You should show up in the nurse's costume and definitely give him an, a herpes test. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I said. Yeah. All right. yeah. So you know what you're getting into now. We'll give you the number if you want to hook up with this dude again. I would definitely have him tested beforehand, but... Wear a hazmat suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You better double up on that suit. Yeah, yeah. Slut-shame Leo. Yeah. You, can, you can just hit, up, hit him up on Instagram. He's at Leo STD. <laughs> <laughs> Show. Maybe this is a case where you should pay attention to the message and not the messenger. There is a dentist saying that, look, it's probably better for your kids and the health of their teeth if you allow them to eat all their candy in one sitting. So whatever they got last night, if you didn't do it last night today, put it in front of them and go, eat what you want. Okay, that might be better for their teeth, but that's not going to be better for over, overall others, other stuff in their bodies. Right. Well, she's a dentist, so she's just focusing on the teeth part. So she doesn't care about the rest of your nope. kid, just what's in their mouth. Nope. <laughs> right. So she says, look, it's better to have them all. Just get it out of the way. Eat it all. They're going to have stomach aches. They're going to puke. They're going to do all that. But as far as your teeth goes, get it all done today. That is way healthier for their teeth than them having a couple of pieces every day for the next couple of weeks. Okay, that is the message. The messenger is a dentist from West Virginia. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and debunked. that's no lie. <laughs> that is a dentist in West Virginia. <laughs> What'd you say? I said debunked. Like, we, right. It's, it's a dentist from West Virginia. It's obviously not credible. It's over, right? <laughs> it's there totally are over. Incredible dentist <laughs> in West Virginia. Country roads, take me home to that candy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I told you guys earlier this morning, really bummer. Um, my engagement is over. Uh, Tiffany and I have broken up, but maybe my relationship, not the only one that's trouble in paradise, could be Mo also. This is true. And this is uh, because. I have this theory. I've always felt like you don't know who you're in a relationship with until something happens. Typically, that will cause panic. And then you have to then that's when you find out not only who you are, but who your partner is. And this comes from a lot of the times. I don't know if you have seen these videos, but I watch these videos where they'll like try to scare a couple in the street. And then you get to see how, like, they react. Yeah. And it's a lot of times when somebody will jump out, uh -huh. and you'll see, like, the guy just take off on his girlfriend. <laughs> and just, like, just leave her there. And we're like, that relationship is doomed. That's got to be done, right? Because I've always felt like, as a woman, like, how do you look at your man mm -hmm. the same when he's done that? I even saw one where the guy, like, went to take the lady's purse. I guess he was mm -hmm. going to take it from her. And the guy took off. And the dude felt so bad that he gave her the purse back. Like, you, like, then that literally happened. So I always wondered if women can get past that if they have a moment like that where that happens to them and their boyfriend. I've you can't look at him the same way. I've actually had this happen to me before. Really? Uh, I'm sure your story's going to be more dramatic, but um, I was visiting my girlfriend Jane's home for the very first time. She lived outside of San uh, Jose in Gilroy on a big old farm, right? She brings me to the house. As soon as I get out of the car, there are like three 
dogs that come running at me, right? She's by my side, and my instinct was to put her in front of me. <gasps> oh, no, no. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah. I just reached out and put her in front of me. Your instincts take over, Your instincts right? take over. You find out who you are. Now, <laughs> I, never, I never thought about what happens if the roles are reversed and the lady takes off on her man. Like, how do you feel about that as a guy? Do you feel like that's what she's supposed to do? I'm going to hold it down. You get out of dodge. Or do you feel like, all right, you ain't have to run that far and just, <laughs> and just leave me there like that? It depends. But, My husband's five years older than me, so I have more years of life to live. Fair. <laughs> so I'm bouncing. So this kind of happened to me last week when I told you guys that I was walking to work and out of nowhere, a deer jumped out of the bushes and I was literally like five feet away from this deer. And because I was trying to like really just process what happened to me and then had to come into work. I didn't really have time to process what was happening behind me until later in the day as I thought about it. And what was happening was, uh, so my lady was taking off that morning. She was going to the airport to go home and I was going to work and we set it up to where I can watch her leave on a lift and then I carry on and go across yeah. the street. For those that don't know, you're in a long distance relationship and she's in New York. Right. And so when the deer thing happened, the deer jumps out and then we have this moment, and then I'm, like, figuring out if me and the deer are about to tussle or what's about to happen here. <laughs> and then the deer looks at me. I look at the deer. The deer takes off. So, obviously, in a moment of panic and trying to figure out what just happened, I turned around, and she wasn't in the lift yet. She was, like, standing outside. So, I'm assuming it's because of what you just witnessed. So, I said to her, did you see the deer? And then she says, she shakes her head yes, <laughs> and then gets in the car mm -hmm. and just takes off. Not like a... Oh, she didn't even... Swing back around to see if you're okay or anything? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Not a, are you okay? Well, I mean, My, you didn't take a hoof to the face. You just you just stared at a deer and a deer ran off. I figured at least, like, they would have rolled the window down gave me the horn. You know, something. Remember that? You good? Like, something. I got nothing. So, like, as I processed this and went through my day at work, I started thinking to myself, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> not, that's not that that doesn't sit well with me. She even texts you later on in the day and go, "Hey, how about that deer thing?" Nothing, nothing, not a, nothing okay. at all. What in a perfect world? What would you have wanted her to do? Drop your bags, come fight with me. <laughs> fight. No. The deer. There is nothing to fight. It could have went down. Oh, whatever. At least, at least come give me a hug. Mo is talking give like, you a hug. Oh, you had a run in with a deer. You, the emotional trauma. Yes. I hope you never see a bunny rabbit. I'm, I'm from New York. We don't right. just have deers run upon us. Even rats the size of deer. They're not that big. In his head, this was a turf war, and she backed out on it. 100. That is exactly what happened. You just got in the car and just took off like nothing happened. So all she saw was you and the deer, and, but there was the deer didn't attack you. It didn't come after you. All she saw was you guys face to face and the deer take off into the woods. In my mind, that's what happened. Yeah, you're being dramatic. Without her even saying, are you okay? Yeah, but, what? Yeah, but you how many, I like, how many instances in the news do you see of a man getting killed by a, a deer? Uh, not that many. <laughs> not that many. Well, was it more because you were startled 
And it's not so I much mean, like the fight. Like, so something uh, that is something crazy. Oh, you got startled. She should have checked in on are you. Are we victim shaming here? <laughs> yes, we are. Nothing happened. You got to be a victim in order for you to be victim shamed. <laughs> <laughs> How dare y'all? <laughs> so, because that is a very abnormal situation, that does not happen on the regular. That's all I'm saying. You got yeah. startled. So, she could have been like, wow, that was. Crazy or something like addressing that it. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. That <laughs> or maybe like, oh dear. Right. Oh dear. I would have took that. Anything. She said nothing to me. Mal, are, are you going to need a trigger warning when well, you watch Christmas movies this year? Yes. Rudolph and all of them. Yes. I. Right. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't got to worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't got to worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. The Burt Show. Try to keep it together, right? So anytime we can give each other some advice, sure helps. It goes a long way. Kristen's got the magic what? Words. Words. And it's it's five things that you need to be more comfortable saying in your relationship. And, I, you know, this came up on my For You page and I started scrolling through it. And I'm like, these are incredible. And I could not agree more. Was one of the things on the list uh, what Kay Lee said to Aaron when he's like, hey, bring that thickness over here? Yeah, no, that was not one of them. That wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do distinctly remember that. And that did not crack the list. So this is coming from... Um, <laughs> you are such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love him, though. Bring Gotta that love thickness him. over here. Um, so this comes from an Instagram page called meet underscore the Freemans had never heard of them. Um, and like I said, this popped up in my for you page. And so they are marriage wisdom plus eight years of coaching couples. They have a couples workshop. They have a book called the argument hangover. So they kind of know their stuff. They have a significant amount of followers. 
which gave it a little more credibility, right? So the post said, if you plan to be married a long time, get more comfortable saying, and then there's a list of conversations. The first one is, you're right. I didn't get that done as I had promised. I know it was important to you and I'm going to get it done today. The next one. Hold on. Let's stop on that one for a second. Okay. Because haven't you and Bart slipped on this one quite quite a bit? Yes. Yeah. And, and and it's like, it's, we so often, instead of like taking accountability because we're embarrassed we didn't do something or we feel guilty, it's this really, I, I, I wish I understood the science behind why our brains do this, but we get so defensive and you want to blame the other person and you start a fight rather than just taking ownership of the fact like, you know what? I screwed up. Mm-hmm. My bad. I should have done this and I didn't. That's on me. But people are so adamant about not being wrong. Yeah. And um, I guess once you get your ego in there on any situation, yeah. that's what trips you up. Yeah. So that was the first one. And I'm like, he and I both guilty of that. Um, the next one, if you plan to be married a long time, get more comfortable saying, I'm sorry I got defensive and didn't hear you out. Can you share that again so I can understand what you need? That's good. Yeah, I know, right? Mm -hmm. Say that one again. I'm sorry I got defensive Mm -hmm. and didn't hear you out. Can you share that again so I can understand what you need? Because if you immediately shut out in the beginning of the conversation, like it's just hearing each other out and not shutting off. If you plan to be married a long time, get more comfortable saying... And this was, this is the one. Oh, I felt seen when I saw this one. I realized I was snappy and short with you. I have some other things I'm overwhelmed by and you didn't deserve that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I've had to use that quite a few times. <laughs> Most mm-hmm. of the time it's my period. <laughs> but I got to take ownership of it. There's no defense for that for a guy. No. Zero no. once you say that. And, Bart and is- guys aren't keeping track. You could use that literally 365 times. <laughs> you really good. You're like, dang, how many periods does this bitch have? <laughs> you are going to bleed to death. <laughs> Um, No, but Bart does this, too, because he's a stay-at-home dad. He gets overwhelmed with, you know, the kid and stuff like that. And he can get snappy with me. And he realizes this is your teammate. This is your partner. You shouldn't be getting snappy with them of all people. You got to keep that in check. All right, so the next one. If you plan to be married a long time, get more comfortable saying, I know you have been working so hard lately, and I want you to know I see and appreciate everything you do for our family. Right? That one. That one hit hard, too. Because I often, you know, you take for granted what the person is bringing to the relationship. And I, I, I recognize, like, I often take for granted what my husband does on a day-in, day-out basis as a stay-at-home dad. So, and I think he also takes for granted too what I what I do for a working mm-hmm. mom sometimes. So we just need to recognize and show appreciation and gratitude for each other because that's going to go a long way. And then the last one, if you plan to be married a long time, get more comfortable saying, I feel like I need to vent about some things. I'm overwhelmed by at work. Could you just listen to me vent for a few minutes? And then, and and be sure to just say listen, right? Because yes, yeah. we're always trying to fix things, and really all you want to do is mm. tell us 
And I thought there was only five, but I was wrong. There's more. This is why I should probably pay more attention to things that, <laughs> like my husband suggested. You. <laughs> if you plan to be married a long time, get more comfortable saying, I noticed that I've been more critical and nitpicky lately, and that's not enjoyable at home. I'm going to focus on more positivity. Yeah. It's basically like recognizing like your your own S. You know what I mean? It's a lot of accountability. A here. lot of accountability. I am trying to interpret what Cassie's face is right now as you're rattling these off, and I can't figure it out. So I have loved all of these. I could be better at some of them. That one I do not agree with. Say that one again. One more time. I noticed that I've been more critical and nitpicky lately and that's not enjoyable at home. I'm going to focus on more positivity. No. Maybe if you did what I asked Uh-oh. you to the first time, I wouldn't be so nitpicky. I, no, I'm saying there is like there is truth to being like, I'm sorry, I've been snappy and not handling requests well and I totally agree with that. But focusing on positivity, that's cool. But sometimes I feel like it can be toxic to the point where we're ignoring the actual issue. So mm-hmm. saying like, hey, I'm sorry, I've been nitpicky asking you to do the dishwasher for the 15th freaking time. I'm going to be more positive. I don't know how to be more positive to do that because I'm annoyed. And mm-hmm. I think that is repressing my feelings. So we haven't picked up on that. You're annoyed. I disagree with that one. <laughs> do the damn dishwasher. All right. And this is the last one. If you plan to be married a long time, get more comfortable saying, I know we've been so busy lately and haven't made time for us. Mm. Let's plan some quality time this week. And the very last slide, no one is perfect. We just need to simply own up to our actions and course correct quickly. For our marriage to thrive, we need to be willing to acknowledge, apologize how things have been lately and share ways that will be better. Marriage requires us to self-reflect and recognize how our actions, attitudes, and choices have been affecting the relationship. All right, let's go over the title of this again. Um... If you plan to be married a long time, get more comfortable saying. Does anybody ever plan on being a sh- married a short amount of time? <laughs> <laughs> Four years is going to be good for me. <laughs> That's why I love the contract idea. Yeah, let's yeah. Just, let's I'm just, not mad at that idea at all. Sports do it. Marriages should do it, yep. too. Three-year contracts, and you decide if you want to sign up again. If you want to renew. If you want to renew. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> all right. So what do you have going on in your life right now? that you would like to share with The Burt Show, go ahead and hit us up at thebirtshow.com. He wants to leave something to his mistress in his will. Does he need to give his wife a heads up? Hey, Burt Show. Please keep me anonymous. I'm hoping there's another lawyer out there who's been in a similar situation who could offer some guidance. I recently passed the bar and my family is ecstatic to have a lawyer in the family. I'm an estate planning lawyer and my uncle reached out to me because he wanted to make an adjustment to his will. He's a 60 year old man who has been married for 30 years and has two grown children. He and my aunt both earn ample incomes and are very comfortable financially. I didn't think anything of it when he came to my office and thought this would be a clean cut. Turns out for almost a decade, he's been having an affair. His mistress is an artist in her 40s. According to him, he's not her sugar daddy. He's never given her more than a few gifts or paid for meals and hotel bills. My uncle is dealing with some health issues and wanted to make a provision to his will. That provision is adding his mistress. The sum would make little difference to his family, but would make a big difference for her. He says he loves his wife and wants to handle this discreetly. He doesn't want this bombshell dropping after he passes. From a lawyer standpoint, I'm not quite sure how to handle this. And from a niece standpoint, I hate that I'm now aware of this information. Dude, I bet. 
Wow. Huh. What a bad uncle. <laughs> I, I don't even know where to start with something like this. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, I guess if there's any lawyers that have been asked this question, like somebody has a will and they come to you and they have to make a provision because they want to put a, a mistress in there, one 855 We're never going to find anybody. That's yeah. going to say that. Mm-hmm. Sure we will. Where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> All right. She walked right into that, that one. funny. Bam. one 855 I enjoyed that. Thank you. <laughs> this man is so dumb. She says in here that he wants to handle this discreetly. Yeah. Emphasis on discreetly. You know how you handle things discreetly? You don't go to a family member who's conveniently a lawyer to handle this. You go to some rando. You obviously have the funds to be able to pay for any lawyer lawyer that you want. I don't know what he expected in this situation. I think it's stupid. Yeah, if I'm her, I'm definitely mad at my uncle. One, for bringing me into this. I don't even want to know this information. And two, I just passed the bar, fam. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yo, you gotta relax. (laughs) And I would... I would tell him, I can't stop you. Do what you're gonna do, but it will not be me. I won't be the person to handle this Oh, so you would just decline the the whole thing? Completely. Not me. I'm getting my check, but I still think it's crazy. <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this. It's so crazy. I mean, who would ever even think about it? I think about putting their mistress yes. in their will. <laughs> I guarantee you there is somebody out there who has had mistresses uh-huh. in their will. I would think so. I can't find anybody yet. I'm sure that's way more common than you think. Or maybe it's somebody in the will. It's just a name and you don't know it's the mistress. Probably. But you, after some digging, I'm sure you would figure out, like, what what kind of agreement there was there. And at that point, kind of it's relationship. Too, at that point, it's too late anyway. Yeah, you can't, can't be married at a ghost. Yep. I mean, uh, mad at a ghost. Oh, but you can. Yeah, yes, you can. <laughs> you can I got one coming in. Let's see if we can get it on holes. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. I feel like mistress is only the kind of word that rich people use. You know what I mean? Like anybody else, you're just you're just having a yeah. You're just the side chick. I feel like when you get to a certain tax bracket, you become a mistress. It does seem like that. The phones are ringing, Uh, but they keep dropping. Yes, they do. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Yahoo.com is reporting that Matthew Perry's old friends are sharing a brutal statement from his ex-fiance, or about his ex-fiance. But before we get into that, there's a very special Christmas holiday message from the main character of the holiday season herself. (laughs) So Mariah shared a video on social media today where characters from Halloween were defrosting her in a little ice block situation. And then, of course, she defrosts. She comes out and brings the holiday cheer to children. Why is she defrosting before Thanksgiving? (laughs) Why? It's so disrespectful. It is disrespectful to all turkeys everywhere. Yes. But it's what she does now. This is true. It's how she makes that coin. She's trying to capitalize on on it as much as possible. Like she needs more money. Right. (laughs) Hasn't this been the number one played Christmas song in America since like it came out? By far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It goes number one every holiday season for like the last 25 years. So congrats, Mariah Carey. Love this for you. She also looked amazing. She was dressed as Jessica Rabbit last night. Mm -hmm. Very realistic looking. But back to Matthew Perry. So his old friends are sharing a very brutal statement that another friend of his said about his ex fiance. So of course, Matthew Perry passed away over the weekend. 
and is an absolutely tragic thing that's happened. Um, I know so many people have been down and out about this news, but his fiance put out a statement a couple days ago on Instagram. Which you read. Yep, I read it yesterday. And she said, I obviously knew Matthew in a very different way. I loved him deeper than I could comprehend. He was complicated and he caused pain like I'd never known. No one in my adult life has had a more profound impact on me than Matthew Langford Perry. She ended it in a very sweet way. She signed it off with a nickname that I guess he gave her. And so I guess this has really made some of his old friends kind of mad. So And, and a- not friends, castmates, but actual oh. real friends of his. <laughs> yes, old, old friends as he has stated mm-hmm. on his social media. Friends that he's known for decades, mm-hmm. he said. So there's an actress named Rome Shaden Lou that shared a screenshot of the article that included her statement. And she commented... Shameful when the grifters and the con artists speak for the dead. He hated this woman who tried to sue him. Shame on her for using him. Dot 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 again. And it's fighting words. Fighting words. So not only did she share that statement, but old friends of Matthew Perry shared this on their social media as well, basically like endorsing it because you wouldn't repost it or share it unless you were like, yep, right here, sister. It was shared by three different people, photographer, another actor, and another man that doesn't work in the entertainment industry. And it looks like they are really trying to endorse the fact that he's not, he wouldn't have been happy that this statement was shared. I just want you to know, Mm -hmm. I got your back. God forbid anything happens to you. If somebody tries to comment on your passing that has no business doing so, Mm I'm going to call their asses out. I trust you. But just make sure that you do not run it by Tommy first. What? <laughs> <laughs> My post is just going to be, I won the bet. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy and I have the most morbid death bet you've ever oh, heard in your life. I hate this. <laughs> uh, Denise Richards, she's trying to talk her daughter out of getting breast implants. So her daughter is also an OnlyFans model like Denise's. She's 19 years old, and I guess she's planning to get breast implants. But Denise is completely against it. She's coming out and saying, I'm trying to talk her out of it. And the reason is I didn't know how toxic they were when I got them. She got them at the exact same age at 19. She said it's not an easy surgery. It's very painful. And this is the daughter she has with Charlie Sheen. Yes. Yeah. So she is making she does not want her to Mm -hmm. make the same mistake that she did. Beyonce's mom is talking about what it's really like backstage with her daughter. So these pop stars, they make this look so easy. They get on stage. They got their glittery outfits on. They're smiling. If you're Beyonce, you are belting it out like none other. But Beyonce's mom says it can get a little tense backstage. After we get off, she'll say, Mom, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I know. And sometimes she'd be crying. I was like, she crying because she knows she just said some crazy stuff to us. But that's the heat of the moment Absolutely. because you're trying to get your shoes on. Everybody's waiting. And, you know, if somebody's messing up or they lose the shoes, then you, you mess up the whole show. I know, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy how you can mess up mm-hmm. one part of the outfit and it's going to ruin the Renaissance tour. Well, you could see also, I mean, she's got, what, a minute, two minutes to change. Everything's so hectic backstage. You're going to say things you don't mean. It's stressful. And I do wonder, like, where do they pee backstage if they really got to go? I can definitely see her being this way, but I also think it's funny because she kind of has, like, her husband and her mom doing her press tour for her because she doesn't do interviews. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when you send your mom out yep. there to do the press tour, <laughs> mom going to get it to you a little bit. For more stories, head to thebirtshow.com. Click eBuzz. 
The Burt Show. So is it weird to invite kids to your kid's birthday party if you've never met their parents before? My daughter's birthday is coming up, and this is her first big birthday party because she was kind of born during COVID. We have family out of town, and because she was born during COVID and we were self-inflicted quarantining so strongly, we didn't really go out and meet other kids like at a preschool or a daycare. So now that's changed, and she has friends at daycare who she calls her friends. And the thing is, we do a half-day program where it's normally full day, so my husband gets there kind of later than normal drop-off because he's a stay-at-home dad, and then I pick her up midday around lunch. So we never see any of the other parents of the other kids in the class. We get little videos of them together. She mentions them by name. Like, you can see they hold hands or read books together. Like, you can tell their friends in what the, um, like, the daycare is sending us because they send us photos and videos. But we've never met their parents. We've never even seen their parents. And, you know, these parents may not even know that my daughter exists because of her, like, amended schedule at the daycare. I would like to invite some of these friends of hers to her birthday party coming up. But I don't know how, one, how to even get in touch. I'd have to go through the school, which is fine. But trying to think as a parent, if I got a birthday invitation from a parent I've never met for a child I may not know about, is that totally weird or would you want it anyway and be able to say just no thanks? Well, before the mm-hmm. school year even started, like, was there, um, did you get a directory with everybody's name and stuff in it? No. Okay. No, and it's not like that. And she, it, it doesn't really... Because it's more of a daycare, it just kind of goes year round. It's not really on like a school calendar. Oh, so there okay, was no okay. like big orientation, meet the teacher. It's not really not, like that. Okay. Um, even though they do learn stuff. And so it's just, I was sitting here thinking and I was like, we've never had an opportunity to meet these parents. Mm-hmm. But I don't want my daughter to have a birthday pre- party without oh. inviting her friends. Huh. Well, I would, I would make invitations. And I would send them to the daycare and ask the teacher to give them to XYZ students and put it in their backpacks. But as a parent getting that, would you be weirded out like that your Mm -mm. kid was invited to somebody's? No, I think this is actually more common than you. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm getting weirded out if there aren't going to be any other kids at the party. (laughs) (laughs) There are going to be kids at the party. She has other friends outside the daycare. Yeah, absolutely not. I wouldn't think twice about it. Mm -mm. Really? Okay. Not even twice about it. I remember that being completely normal when I was a kid. Like we would always get in invited to other um, like classmates parties and things like that without them, their parents ever having met our parents and I remember my mom would drop me off and it was like it was nothing. All right that's making me feel better because I was <laughs> feel like really up in my head about this thinking about like I'm and feeling kind of like a failure as a mom that I'm not friends with all these other parents and we haven't exchanged numbers. I've never even met them. I know their kids' names. Mm-hmm. I know what their kids look like. Mm-hmm. I know what jacket their kids wear because <laughs> Hazel will try to bring it home or whatever, which feels very weird to know that about someone else's child having never met them. I've had conversations with these kids. They're the cutest things ever when I pick Hazel up. And to to not, not, a, not like a formal relationship with the kids, but to have engaged with them and know them as my daughter's friend and they talk about my daughter to me and then never knowing their parents. And it just feels almost, uh, I don't want to say overstepping in a way or like no. I'm in someone's personal family life and business and kind of like a, how dare you? You don't know me. You don't know my child. Like no. Here's okay. Jordan. Hey, Jordan, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. Hi. Hey, man, my, my son, he's five years old, and he got a birthday invitation last weekend for one of his friends in class. I have never met the parents. I've never known that. And we went to the party. We even, my wife even texted the lady because she put a number on the invitation to see what she wanted. And we went, and it was the best time my kid had. It was like a jumping place, like a, um inside park. It was the best time. Yeah. We still go. I yeah. wouldn't feel no way about it. I would mm-hmm. just send an invitation and see what happens. Nah. 
I'm curious on a day to day, what's the percentage of thoughts you have about your parenting that are I am a great mom as opposed to I'm screwing things up or overreacting? Probably 50-50. 50-50. Mm-hmm, you know, in reality, that's that's not even close. Right? I, think, I think it is. No, it's not. No, it's are not you saying close. it's like 90 failing 10? <laughs> no, and I'm you're way harder on yourself than you need to well, be. But I think this is a mom thing. I, I think this is yeah. a parent thing. I think that we slip up one time and we forget about the 100 great things we've done. Or maybe we overthink one situation, but you're just being protective. I, you're an amazing mom. Thank you. Thanks. And I, I'm trying. And I think somebody on the show once said like, the bad parents don't ever question themselves on whether or not they're being bad parents. And mm-hmm. I like to be self-aware, but I also know myself and I know that I miss a lot of social cues for whatever reason. Like I just don't understand the way things are done. And I don't know if it's my upbringing, if there's something else going on, but sometimes I just don't get it or I miss the mark or, oh, I didn't realize that was important. So I'm very hyper aware of doing things that would make other people feel uncomfortable because I've missed some kind of like, Mm -hmm. that's not how we do things. That's not how it's supposed to happen. And so I'm overly, I overthink it. You're over analytical, but I I get where you're coming. You can be awkward sauce sometimes, but it's not like in a, it's not in like a, bad way. So in this instance, I think you're you're being overcritical on yourself. I don't think any parent at Hazel's daycare is going to think twice about getting a birthday invitation from her and the fact mm-hmm. that you all haven't met. That's awesome because I literally thought you guys were going to be like, uh, don't do it. It's weird. No. Hey, Cynthia, good morning. Normalize this for Cassie. Hi, good morning. First of all, Cassie, you're a great mom. Honestly, this is normal. Um, you can send out the invitations without knowing and just like you said, you've seen pictures of her little friends. I'm pretty sure the other parents have seen pictures of Hazel um, because if you're using an app, the parents are also mm-hmm. can see that. So they can probably see like, oh, that's a new little girl in, in class. I did a birthday party for my daughter, and I only inv- invited certain kids. So you could do that as well. Or you can invite the whole class. I mean, it's really up to you. Um, so it doesn't matter. And even as they get older, they'll get invited to, you know, um, parties from their friends and stuff, and you've never met their parents. So that's okay. Like, that's all normal. Now, if you were asking the kids to spend the night, no, I'm good. Well, then that's a different story. <laughs> I don't want to be responsible they for anyone totally else's kids. <laughs> the Burt Show. All right, so moving on. Your mom's volunteer organization made an accidental R rated request? Oh, it was an accidental. Oh, it was. It was very much on purpose. My mom thought it was accidental. So for context, my mom was a stay-at-home mom growing up and she never went back into the workforce because we were lucky enough that my dad's income supported, um, you know, their life. And so when I left for college and when I went and when I grew up and, you know, my mom had really nothing to do because um, she had no children to raise anymore. She was like, how am I going to spend my days? How am I going to fill my time? Well, my mom is a very generous giving type of person and was like, I want to do some volunteer work. So she is a volunteer at this organization that helps out elderly people. She runs errands for them. I think at one point she even had to like literally wipe somebody's butt. It's a very intimate experience, but um, she didn't think it was going to get this intimate at a certain point when she got a grocery list. Very normal, very typical. She goes out and goes grocery shopping for this woman 
I won't say her name. Um, we'll call her Sarah. She goes grocery shopping for Sarah. No, her name's Ethel. She's Ethel. elderly. Ethel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ethel. She goes grocery shopping for Ethel all the time. She normally gets her some chicken nuggets. She yes. normally gets her her shampoo and her body wash and just all the typical self-care things. It's a very sweet thing to do. Very sweet thing to do. And normally that's it. Sometimes she'll go through the drive-thru and get her some McDonald's. She loves fast food. <laughs> and so she gets this grocery list one day and she's reading down the list and all the typical things are there. Nuggets, shampoo, conditioner, yada, yada, yada. And then at the very bottom of the list, it says personal massager, but the more blunt way of saying it. Okay. Come on, Ethel. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom's like, she's trying to, Mo. She's trying to. (laughs) My mom looks at this list and and just to paint the picture of my mom, I grew up in a very conservative Christian household. Like we did not talk about anything remotely along these lines. So the fact that my mom got this list, I can just picture her face being like, ah. So she calls up Ethel and is like, hey, girlfriend, um, saw that you wanted me to go to Publix and get you a personal massager. I don't really think they sell those there. And Ethel goes, well, I really need it because I use this personal massager to work out the kinks in my neck. And my mom's like, yeah, sure, Ethel. Sure. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. And and my mom's like, Ethel, I'm not getting this for you. And she goes, seriously, Carrie, like, you're getting me my personal massager. So my mom goes to Publix. She gets the nuggets, the shampoo, the conditioner, all of that. That is wild to have it on your grocery list right next to the popcorn. (laughs) Uh Make sure it's 2% milk, not whole. And give me that battery-operated boyfriend while you're at it. Make sure it's 7 inches. (laughs) Wow. It's 9.45. We can get a little graphic. So my mom has to now scour her suburban neighborhood. She goes to all the Publixes to see if this personal massager is, you know, in aisle eight, aisle nine. Obviously, it's not at the grocery store. No, so, of course not. So then she's like, you know what? I'm going to try CVS. So she goes to CVS and she scours all the aisles. She does not see any personal massagers. And my poor mom had to go up to an attendant. I can only imagine how embarrassed she was. Because like I said, we don't, my family, we don't have these conversations. They are not nearly as blunt and um, open as I am. And my mom goes up to the attendant and is like, hey, where can I find a personal massager? And they were like, well, we don't sell them here. And she goes, okay, well, here's what Ethel needs it for. She says she wants something to be able to work out the kinks in her neck. And they're like, well, we have a personal massager, but it's not necessarily something you would want to use in the downstairs muscles, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) So (laughs) he takes her to like the medical equipment aisle, you know, where they have like bandages and, you know, Advil, things that athletes need. And then Ethel, and she ended up having to get her one of those, um, what what are the, you know, it's like a... It's like, yeah. like it's the like thermogun. The, it's, yeah. the, it's like the thermogun where it's Whoa. like do 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 do. I'm, you can't use that down there. No, <laughs> that's gonna bruise. You can't use it on an old person. A thermogun like that'll break bones if you got osteoporosis. Mm-hmm. Well, no. we don't know she has that. But. <laughs> She's old. She probably has. <laughs> Listen, Ethel still apparently has got it yeah. somehow. So my mom gets the the puncher gun that is supposed to specifically <laughs> work on, oh on muscles, <laughs> and she goes back to the retirement home or wherever Ethel lives, and she rolls. Up, she's got all the things that she's asked for on the grocery list the shampoo, conditioner, chicken nuggets, you know, all that. <laughs> and then she pulls out the thermogun or whatever it's called, and Ethel just looks at it and goes, 
Oh, thanks, Gary. Mm. <laughs> like very clearly disappointed, uh-huh. it wasn't what she wanted. Uh-huh. So I think Ethel had a little bit of a white lie trying to get my mom to get her a personal <laughs> massager, and just wouldn't straight up tell her what she really needed it for. Instead of like running around to five different stores, did it ever occur to your mom to show Ethel how Amazon works? Um, I, that is one of the. <laughs> complaints my mom has with this organization and what she's been doing. She feels like sometimes she has to do more than uh, she needs to. (laughs) Well, what we can do is we will purchase one, uh, you know, because we are, I like to think we use our voices for good and we try to, you know, instill good in the community and help out. We will purchase one of these items off Amazon for Ethel. Perfect. Now, we can write it off if we put a Birchall logo on. I love that. Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.